Hey, hey campers. campers! Welcome back to Camp Reality. I'm Serena. And I'm Lana. We are chatting about Selling Sunset, episode six. The title of this episode is It's Not the Size of the Listing. Which <laughs> is, it really? I think, that's what it is. <laughs> I think it's referencing probably what we'll talk about first, which is Chelsea's open house when Nicole comes in mm. and shits on this beautiful home. But um, yeah, so we are loving this season. It's 11 episodes. We have both binged them. The reunion comes mm-hmm. out soon. So soon. And yeah, I'm excited to see kind of where everybody is at now. I wonder if we get an update from Heather because again, she's a mystery this season. Yeah. We're just like... Is she on maternity leave? Is she off the show? We don't know. I saw know. a TikTok from her recently that still made me so confused. Like, I was just I so know. confused. She's saying I she know. wasn't asked back, and I just don't know what that means. Like, are you still working for, next- for the Oppenheim group? Like, what do you, what? Yeah, well, I think she, doesn't she have another show? Does she have an HGTV show with her, her uh, man who, I forget what his name is. Tariq or something? Tariq. Yeah. The high El Musa. One. El Musa. Yeah. Um I think she yeah. shows up on his show. I don't know if she technically like has the show or if she's just on his or something. Oh, she you know? does look so much like his ex-wife. It is a little bit crazy. <laughs> Very creepy. He definitely has a type. He certainly has a type. Um mm-hmm. Christina or whatever her name is. Um, but yeah, so she's a mystery to me. But I am really liking the season. We get more Brett this season. We get um I don't know, just I feel like we get a roller coaster this season. Me like too. I, uh, listeners, confession, I cried during this episode. So like, not what I'm usually looking for from my episodes of Selling Sunset, but here we are. Here we are. We're usually here just to judge the insane outfits and these like monstrosity, this mon- mm-hmm. these crazy looking mansions. And did we just, you know, mansion tax. It's back. Oh my gosh. Mansion tax. <laughs> it is mentioned once this episode. Of course it is. Um, Well, let's get into it. So we open with Chelsea is having an open house for her $10 million listing that she's Mm -hmm. very proud of. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the girls come out to, again, we've said it before, this show is about them sitting in other people's houses and talking about their office drama. These are simply filming locations for them. It's about the real estate. Okay, but this one, she is doing an open house. Like there are other people walking around true my Which, favorite thing is about these open houses is like you see you know chelsea's in this like pinstripe tiny like little suit shortest skirt ever and then there's just like a normal gal in slacks like the other yeah. realtors who come to yeah the, the so other normal. realtors are so normal like she has a conversation with these two men dressed up in very normal outfits while she is in a mini skirt and white platform heels and this vest and her boobs are all out and then like yeah Emma shows up looking like a Barbie in this like pink sweater dress and it, and then everybody else is just in normal normal outfits. So normal weird. outfits and I love seeing just like how ridiculous like we talked about last episode like it is Congar Games the capital. Like you mm-hmm. just see the side by side of normies, normal looking realtors and then our selling sunset queens who also look like the Bratz dolls. Mm-hmm. Um but there's a conversation when they're like kind of like out on this balcony talking about the house and the specs of the house and they're talking about how chilly it is yeah <laughs> can you give us a man's quote give it to me um yeah they're talking about how chilly it is and amanda starts saying that her quote-unquote tits are antique <laughs> and she's had hard nipples for the past 20 years whoa 
Um, Emma Again. Then... <laughs> yeah. And then Emma Fancy. says. Emma says, ah, oh, I love a hard nipple. Again, we are at a open house. There are other people here. With people looking at a $10 million house. And we're talking about antique cold titties. For all to hear. I feel uncomfortable saying that out loud. Like, I felt uncomfortable just re-quoting that, knowing it was not my words. And they're just, like, casually talking on the patio about these antique titties. Like, I know, and then she's like, by the way, there's eight bathrooms. Like, it just, it it flows (laughs) in such a way. And then Miss Nicole... Pops oh. onto the corner and is all of a sudden, you know, Nicole, uh, Chelsea's proud of this listing. And so she's kind of talking about it. And Nicole's just kind of like, hmm, it's not, you know, what my clients want. It's not turnkey. It 100% is. It is. If that's not turnkey, like what is? Like, I don't know. I'm so confused. And they all kind of look at Nicole like, what do you mean? What's not turnkey about it? And you see like all three of them are like, Whoa. This is a terrible offense to for another realtor to say to a realtor that a house is like not turnkey at their open house. Like it was so dramatic. And as Nicole's trying to come up with something, she's like, I don't know, like maybe I would change the floors. And Chelsea's like, the floors are stone. And then she's like, no, I mean the floors upstairs. Again, wanting to change something about the house doesn't mean it's not turnkey. Like, it means yeah. it's not your preference. It's like, it, this, you could move into this house tomorrow. And Chelsea says something funny. And I, don't, I didn't write down her direct quote where she's like, I'd be like, I'd be coming in, jumping in the hot tub. Like, if right. I bought this house, like, mm-hmm. I would just be ready to go. This is this house is t- completely turnkey. Nicole, right. you are whack. And Nicole is yeah. just, like, looking for things to pick apart about other people. And it's right. funny to me that it's Chelsea because, girl, Chelsea was, like, on your side. Like, Chelsea she is was actually being nice her. to you. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't understand. She's the one who invited you to her birthday party because she was like, well, Chelsea, or I should say, Chelsea said, Nicole is nice to me. Like, she's almost too nice mm-hmm. to me. Like, this is your, like, this is not your enemy. This is not Chrishell you're mm-hmm. talking to. I could 100% see her saying this to Chrishell and us being like, okay, whatever. Right. But to Chelsea, it was That's, very weird. That was confusing. I'm like, why are you being so mean to Chelsea, who's been only nice to you? Maybe she heard the comment, she's almost too nice, and went, I'll show Chelsea how mean I can be. Show yeah, not to be mean to her. Like, how dare you do it at my open house? You know what yeah. I'm really needing is a, I'm really needing a broker's open because those were hot at the at selling OC, Ooh. and that's where all the tea happens. So I need more broker's opens happen. That's so true. But I think yeah, they kind of kept talking to Nicole about it, and then finally they all kind of look at Nicole and say, "So basically, your clients want a new build." Which I feel like was just like this little dig of like, yeah, not using the right word or something. It was just so yeah. dumb, but like. I don't know. They were all kind of like at each other, just like a little bit catty. And I was like, oh, great opening to the episode. Absolutely. From there, we move on to Brie and Jason in the office. And Brie is still just pissed off about the only getting a $5 million listing and not getting a $10 million listing. That's probably why this episode is named It's Not the Size. Oh, It's Not the Size of the Listing. There we go. We got there, there, guys. Mm-hmm. But she does my favorite thing, which is where she like gets out her phone, phone and she's like, beep, boop, 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 boop. "Hello, it's Bree from the Oppenheim Group. I have a beautiful five million dollar house." <laughs> like to this buyer who like was like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, well, this is how much I could put up." And blah blah blah. Like it was the most staged mm-hmm. call ever. And then she like hangs up and she's like, "Yeah, Jason, I have an interested buyer." <laughs> I just... guess my favorite part is he said something about yes, let's loop in my assistant. So yeah. I thought that meant. 
that the phone call was going to keep going. And she was like, yeah, okay. And hung up. So I was like, there was no details discussed. The most impractical phone call ever. It was just for the cameras. Um, But she goes on to be like, well, yeah, I guess I do have to care. If you think about it, a $5 million listing, that's like a $150,000 commission. I guess I could buy like a car with it or throw Leggy a legendary birthday party. Not Leggy's legendary birthday party. (laughs) Like... Your one-year-old's birthday party is a hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars. Wow, what a we life! We need an over. We need a bougie child's birthday party, and Heather would give it to us. But I think Brie will. Maybe next season we'll get one because I love those with the Kardashians when the when you know Dreamy is having her like she just had a themed spa birthday party, and I'm like this birthday party I want to be invited to. It looks right? incredible. <laughs> so much money, which you know, don't worry. The soundtrack reminds us of because leaving this scene is a song. Again, if you are not watching Selling Sunset with the captions on, you are missing out because the song lyrics are crazy. (laughs) Leaving this scene is a song with the lyrics, it's my money, dance. (laughs) Dance. Like, and then it's like, and transition to the next scene. Like, the imagery music is so good. So good. Some of the names of, like, the artists or the bands are also incredible. You're just like, um and like where the hell did you find this like royalty free music but so wild and it's always about money i know my favorite is still certified gold when it just goes certified gold (laughs) (laughs) i also think occasionally they like reuse the music and i'm like wow really we're really i know get those bang for the buck if there's a, a playlist on spotify I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to post it on our Instagram stories. So you guys can yeah. listen to the full songs. Because um, we should come up. We should make the Spotify playlist. We should. We should find the songs. Definitely, Certified Gold needs to go on there. But it's always like you know, girl boss, girl boss, sell the house, slay all day, all night. <laughs> like that is the vibe of the song that we are getting. Um, but speaking at of least me- music, at least they're not making us listen to just exclusively G Flip. Okay, I was just gonna say it is time for us to enter into g flips studio that it's michelle g and then um, they've hired amanza as the designer of this studio space yeah and amanza walks in she's like which spaces are you thinking about changing or something and g's like all of it like wait what like we have to mention amanza's (laughs) earrings because they are like one huge fake rhinestone like they are almost like oh like i don't know not to sound dated but like a 50 cent piece like a silver dollar piece of like big old fake rhinestone earrings and they just looked so painful they looked so heavy just like pulling her ears down um that was like amanda amanda's fashion this season i think is it like has progressively just gotten weirder um Mm -hmm. we started off on an interesting note with the uh, chanel basketball and it has just it's been a bumpy ride for amanda with her tell the truth first (laughs) At least she wasn't wearing leather gloves during this scene. I don't think. This is the one episode where she's not, well, I should say scene. She probably wears them later. We didn't even notice. But she's not wearing her fingerless leather gloves. There is one scene later where she's like, do I need to take off my gloves? I'm like, oh my God, stop. You live in LA. Um, But... They're kind of like walking through the fa- the space and just being like, oh, we should do this here and this here. She like whips out some like, you know, Google images that she wants to use, use. basically to like mm-hmm. showcase the guitars. She wants to like have the guitars like on the wall, but like look like they're in a frame. So mm-hmm. she goes and like grabs a guitar and just starts like strumming and starts like making up. 
just the stupidest song and we are subject to listening to this dumb song for, for way so too long. long y'all there's like two verses like yeah i don't know g ends up picking up guitar and then chriselle gets a tambourine out <laughs> and this song just keeps being like dope it's all gonna be it's so, so dope, dope. It's so I know, and it's dope. so slow and uncomfortable. And I was just sitting here going, "What the hell? <laughs> why was? Why did they make the cut?" Um, and we don't do cringiest moments for Selling Sunset, but if we did, this would be that it. Would be it. That, that would be it. plus Amanda making ball jokes about the lights <laughs> in G Flip Studio, which I mean, she's not wrong. Like when you first walk into the studio, there's just these two large, like orbs just like two balls like up in the ceiling <laughs> there's no other way to describe them besides two balls hanging next to each other <laughs> from the ceiling and you're like she's like well do you want to change these balls and she says balls really funny and then she starts stacking them and then yeah. flip is like i all so, just kind of awkwardly giggle yeah g i guess g does play along um and g's interesting to me because no matter how often g speaks i forget and am reminded that g is from australia I know. Every time. The Australian accent is so weird to me. And all of the little words that come out of G's mouth, like reckon and stuff, I'm like, I didn't know that this was like an Australian thing. And then every Australia time G speaks. Australia like a different planet. The like little words that they have, I'm like, excuse me? Um, but babe. also, Yeah, bad. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking about when Chriselle met G Flip in that music video that we... <laughs> Oh my gosh. The fact that that's how they met though, like I know, and that they're still together. Yeah. They're still I together. Was like, I didn't I thought this was like a post Jason, like Flame. you know, I'm gonna go do my thing and figure out what I'm doing, but no they are still no. together, so and they're good very on them. cute together. They are. They are. I, I I'm really like Chriselle is the girly girl of the season and she just can't do any wrong. I mean she has moments that are not great, but at the same time I'm like, I don't know, she seems to own them and say sorry for them and yeah. I just like her a lot this season. I'm mm-hmm. thinking over it. I do. I feel like when Chriselle and G first got together, we were all kind of like, okay, just a little fling. Sure, whatever. Because yeah. G, G is much younger than Chriselle. So I in a, always think about that. In a world where Chriselle was just like, I want to have babies right now. And that's why Chriselle and Jason broke up. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, she's on a fling with somebody named G who's like 29. So, yeah. yeah, we thought it was a fling. But you know what? Sometimes flings stay and sometimes they turn into beautiful, real relationships. And I feel like Chriselle and G are bringing it this season. They are. I like having G on the episodes, too. It just adds a little, like, there's a little something extra there. Um, because we just need more people to also say how ridiculous everything is, all the drama mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. And G's always like, I'm there for you, babes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like G is just like, Chriselle, I don't know what this job is or this show is, but yeah. if you need to show up for an episode, Let whatever. Me know. Let me know. I'm, I'll just. I'm sure um, the Spotify <laughs> listens go up after, so I'm sure <laughs> she gets more monthly listeners every time amazing love that for <laughs> G. love it um yeah. our next little like vignette is mary and nicole and they're getting a drink and nicole is back with her crispy little crunchy curls that are on the top of her head again she's aging herself with this terrible updo stop doing this but she doesn't she keeps doing it throughout the season but also, my favorite go ahead oh they're getting a drink mary is pregnant mary orders a virgin spicy margarita just lime juice what is that, is- that? I mean, 
the ingredients of a margarita are very few. It's like tequila, lime juice, right. and that's kind of ice. <laughs> some tri- yeah, and something like, to make it spicy. So you're like, and, did you just do like soda water and lime juice? Yeah. I don't know. Some tahini on the rim and some lime juice. And that maybe, sounds disgusting. That sounds so gross. But that's what she orders. But the more like offensive thing is Nicole's salad order. So she <laughs> orders a crispy chicken cob with no chicken bacon or egg which is the definition of a cop <laughs> right so what this comes the it's just like did a, you want yeah she it comes it's just like a mountain of like <laughs> lettuce with some avocado and tomato on it and like of course you know dressing on the side or <laughs> like light dressing so gross like, but mary so being gross. the realist is like i would also like the chicken cob as it is like yeah like don't and she eats all that crispy away. chicken we love that yeah I know. God forbid you enjoy some crispy chicken in your life. My gosh, Nicole. Um, but Nicole goes on, to, you know, yada, yada, yada. She is annoyed because last episode, as a reminder, she has that like weird listing with Chriselle where <laughs> Nicole kind of did all the work, all the staging, all the painting, all that stuff. And then it's like 100% Chriselle's listing. So funny. Um, and they were sitting like, they were in the little like living area and um, Chriselle apologized. And Nicole is tell- telling Mary like, I'm annoyed that she apologized in front of Jason. Like it basically wasn't genuine. And like, it was just because it was in front of our boss. And it just feels, it feels stupid because this was, it was clear that Nicole like missed her opportunity to say she was sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary kind of is like, yeah, girl, I think you should like, if Chriselle's saying sorry, it may, it would have made sense for you just to squash it. Yeah. Nicole goes on to say like, I want to apologize, but I will not be forced to do it. And like, Right. No one's forcing you. <laughs> I mean, Mary's reaction when she finds out Nicole did not apologize back was so dramatic and so good to me. Like, she was like, I know. what? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Mary is so conflict avoidant. She's like, what do you mm-hmm. mean? What do you mean you didn't apologize? Like, we could, this thing could have been done. Although, like, you know, if even if Nicole apologized, like, this feud is not, it is not ending. No. No. Because what would we talk about this season? I know. What would Nicole's storyline be if, if it wasn't for beefing with Chrishell about a property that they partnered on forever ago and she didn't get enough money? Like, <laughs> for real. So dumb. But speaking of Chrishell, the next little scene is Chrishell showing Nikki Glazer a house. So again, they try to set up that the house is near one of the comedy clubs that Nikki is at. And she's like, oh, it's yeah. perfect for you. It's like two bedroom, two bathroom. Almost no kitchen. There's a pool. For $3.5 million. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Like, my house is bigger than that house. <laughs> Mine too, with more bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a pool, though. But no, anyways, the pool is important because in the middle of this, like, tour, Nikki Glazer is like, can I save the bee real quick from the pool? What was this? They weren't even outside. How did she even see the pool and the bee and know that the bee was alive? Like, I was so confused. She, like, runs over to the pool and, like, scoops the bee out. And she's like, it's a good omen. I'm like, for what? I've never heard of a bee being saved as a good omen. Also, who saves a bee? Like, Oh, no, that shit's drowning. I'm not a bee girly. I, yeah, those, um, I'm not going out of my way to save it at all. Mm -hmm. And you know what I realized in this exact moment is that the cameras did try to, like, zoom in on the bee and everything. But... Those cameramen are not the cameramen of Bachelor in Paradise. Like, they were oh, no. janky in their edit, trying to, like, zoom into this bee and, like, show us what was going on. And I realized just now, no wonder we didn't know what was going on, because Selling Sunset, 
is not edited and produced by the ma- magicians of Bachelor in Paradise. They don't have, have, you know, the, most the one camera zoom. on a crab the entire time. <laughs> one dedicated camera to the wildlife. <laughs> yeah, it was so silly. But anyways, basically from there, they're like walking into the living room. And Nikki yeah. Glazer is like, oh, this is such a great room for an intervention. What? Nikki like wrote these jokes for this episode and they yeah. are dumb. Um, and but it turns into full producer plant. Full oh, producer yes. plant from here. Full producer plant. And Serena and I are wondering, like, is Nikki trying to lock down a stand-up special? Like, what is the point here? Because out of nowhere, after she makes her little intervention joke, she kind of, like, whips her head around and she goes, so, like, how quickly did you date G after Jason? Like, it was out of nowhere. They weren't talking about, like, oh, Nikki, do you have a boyfriend? Like, they weren't talking about anything. It was just <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. My only other hope, if we're trying to be positive in Delulu is like maybe Nikki Glazer just a huge fan of Selling Sunset like we are and like couldn't True. keep her chill. That's like the only other option. The more obvious option is she is a producer plant. But I'm thinking to myself, if I was in a room with Chriselle, I would also be asking these questions. So I don't know. I know. Exactly. Thank you, Nikki Glazer, actually, for doing the Lord's work here and asking the hard-hitting questions, which I forget what even when what Chriselle answered with, but it was like She said that they start that her and Jason broke up in December. And then what I found very interesting was she said, I don't remember exactly when in December. It was like oh. early December. But me and G got together March 14th. Oh, she knew the exact Oh, because it was the video shoot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then Nikki Glazer's just talking crap. She's like, what's up with this new one? And then goes on a like three <laughs> minute set about Jason's girlfriend Marie Lou and how she's a child and like making all these jokes about how if they bring them over she's gonna need a high chair and just like literally like a three-minute set on Marie Lou and at one point says the phrase he was a full-grown man when she was sucking on her mom's boob why did we need that That we didn't we did not need that (laughs) but because I went through that I needed everybody else to so I wrote it down to tell everybody else I know. I'm like excited to get into Marilu and a few episodes, just like the Cabo episode. She was just like there without anybody. Knowing. And oh my gosh, I we I saw a TikTok Marie talking about Mari Lou, and someone in the comments was like, "It's more like Mar- like Mari Delulu," and that is her new name because she <laughs> truly is Delulu and Desperado. Uh, Mari <laughs> Delulu. She was like, "Must have storyline." Um, but do you have anything else for Nikki and Chriselle or do you want to move on to Chelsea and Jason? We can move on. I just, I'm wondering, did Nikki Glazer ever buy a house? Should we look that up? Okay. Well, I was creeping on Chriselle last night and she did sell that house for like $3.4 million. I just don't know if it went to Nikki Glazer, but that house did sell. Congratulations, Chriselle. Way to sell a house. But we didn't see that on this episode. No house was sold this episode. Oh, truly. This is another no house sale episode. But because of the, you know, SAG Astra strike being over, um, Chriselle did like a carousel of the things that you may you missed from you missed from her this year. So she has two lifetime movies coming out. Should we do those for the podcast? <laughs> we should review Chriselle's acting. <laughs> okay, plus the lifetime movie of Rachel Lindsay. Former Bachelorette, oh, yeah. Rachel Lindsay. What was that one called? Who's in a movie with Jenna Dewam, formerly Jenna yes. Dewan Tatum. 
And it's like some weird like stalker movie. I don't know. But it's like Rachel's like acting debut. So I'm like, should we do a Lifetime segment and just watch a bunch of weird Lifetime movies by celebrities that we care about because of reality television? Because weirdly, there's a lot of them. I'm trying to. Okay. (laughs) That house sold. And then she sold another, a few others. And then, oh, she has this Lifetime movie that's called You're Not Supposed to Be Here. And then another one with the title a rose for her grave wow <laughs> i love it, lifetime movies it says Chriselle strauss is Lori. whoever Lori is in this movie but um no yes, idea. she's got lifetime movies coming out but good for she um but we move on to chelsea and jason um they're at this <laughs> this very weird house that we will get into but and truly, I, uh, why are they at this house to begin with i don't even know they say I think they want this listing. I don't think they have this listing, no. but they just kind of like show up. And this house is so weird. But I have to mention that Chelsea is in one of those like she's in like an oversized suit, which is interesting. But then she has one of those tiny like micro per- Chanel purses on that's like more mm. of a necklace. Mm-hmm. And I always think it's so ridiculous. I'm like, do you keep one chapstick in there? And how much was it? Like truthfully, at first I thought that that purse was um, a bedazzled flip phone on a chain <laughs> I that wish was like, it was that was my first thought I don't know why but like do you remember when we had flip phones and we would like put bedazzles like on the oh like, yeah we had like the stuff? stickers that we would stick on top yeah that's I... what it looked like to me it did um bring back the bedazzled flip phone but this house is extra strange because they turn the corner and it's off the kitchen and uh Chelsea's like wow look a sauna and it's not a sauna Jason's like it's not a sauna it's a photo booth <laughs> And he says it as if everyone's supposed to assume that's what it was to begin with. Like, it's yeah, it's like a little, gl- little glass door, and it does like, I, yeah. My first reaction might be a sauna. I have no idea what it's supposed to freaking be. They go in, and it's essentially like an iPad that's just like stuck on the wall. Right. I think my other favorite thing is there was a code to get in. Why do you need security <laughs> on a photo booth inside your yes. own home? Very true. And the code was so hard to crack. It was one, two, three, four, five, six. It was so weird. But, like, also, what was that before it was a photo booth? I think it was like probably is, a closet that we was probably useful. Right? Like a pantry or something? Yeah. They said, we so need to weird. nail the iPad to the wall so we have a spot to take our, our photos. Um, It probably has, like, so weird. I didn't even notice the lighting. Maybe it's got a ring light in there. So um, janky. It is. And then she does mention that she has three offers on that $10 million house, the one that Nicole was like, this isn't turnkey. Yeah, three offers and like all of them are over asking price. And mm-hmm. so she's very excited about this. And she's like, one of them is a seller finance agreement. And then we have like a two minute, like, this is what seller finance agreements are. And I was like, cool, because I didn't know that because I'm not rich. But it's basically where you like give the buyer the money in installments over the course of a couple of years and like take a bank out of the whole situation yeah and they're like well you know sometimes we do those but and then she's like yeah I guess I wouldn't tell my um buyer to do that but I guess I do have to show them all the offers like legally why do they have to tell us every like three episodes we have to give all the offers legally we all we know must this. present Stop all of telling the offers us. It doesn't yes. matter what we think. We have to present all the offers. Okay, we get it. I've watched enough episodes of Selling Sunset to know <laughs> if you get an offer, you have to tell the buyer about the offer. But there's one offer that's $50,000 more than the other two offers. So we all know what's going to happen. 
I know. The best is like they're talking about uh, in future episodes, they talk about these offers and they're like, mm, you know, I, I really don't want my buyer to have to come up a whole $50,000. I'm like, if you're spending $10 million on a house, what is 50 grand? Right? Like, what is 50 grand? Mean? That's what, so yeah. funny to me. Like, I just, I'm I just so, couldn't like, do that. I can't go up oh, that 50. Yeah, I'm just definitely my cutoff. I can't do that extra 50K. Um, anything else for, for Chelsea and Jason or we want to move on? Um, I mean, I don't want to move on because this next segment no. is really sad, but I think it's time to move on. I will give it to the sound department, the soundtrack department. At least they didn't give cheesy music through this yeah. little transition. They kind of changed into this like sad music and we kind of sit down with Mary and Romaine and they don't really tell you what's going on. It's just like sad music. And them sitting on a couch and Amanda shows up and she's bringing a basket and it has lemons in it. And Mary like goes over to hug Amanda and she's kind of like, oh, because life gives you lemons, you drink lemonade. And Amanda says, no, when life gives you lemons, we turn it into hard lemonade because when life gives us lemons, we drink. And then they hug and they just kind of start sobbing. And you're like, oh, we can assume And then Mary Except tells us that she, they don't let oh, us assume. They tell no. us everything. They give us like a play by play. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you take that one. Yeah. So basically, Mary tells everyone that they had gone in for their ultrasound appointment. And it was the appointment that they were going to find the sex of the baby. Um, she goes on to tell us that the first ultrasound wasn't good. And she's like, I could see the ultrasound's face. I know that face. I started to get really anxious. Like she walks us through step by step this appointment. She's like, then we did an internal ultrasound and then I, and then they kind of like cut it a little bit. So I think we missed maybe a little bit of what to get said before she eventually says out loud, like, and then I had to have a, a miscarriage. There was no heartbeat. Um, and so. I think for me, kind of watching this part, I started crying. Like, I genuinely felt so sad for them. And to have them kind of walk through this on television with cameras while Amanda is crying, I had very mixed feelings about it. Because Mm -hmm. part of me just wanted to be like, no, let's have a black slide at the end of the episode that just says Mary had a miscarriage. But the other side of me, and we kind of talked about this before we recorded, the other side of me was really kind of thankful that it got shown. Um, I think miscarriage is something that people don't talk about and can be so isolating. Yeah. I think it's one in four women have a miscarriage. Um, And it's a very – people – it's such a hard thing for people to talk about. And some people really Mm -hmm. want to share their experience. And so – I, I can only assume that, you know, Mary and Romaine had some personal conversations about like, do we share this on the show? Do we keep this right. personal? And so to let people in, I think is, is, is a tough thing to do and, and like good on them if they feel comfortable doing that. I, yeah. I, I agree with the mixed feelings. I'm like, Oh, did we need to see this? This was really sad and really hard. It's um, not what I come to selling sunset for, but also, no. you know, sometimes reality television is a little too real. And this was yeah. kind of one of those episodes where I'm like, Oh, this is really real and really sad and it kind of goes back and shows like Amanda truly is like their closest friend like I know we talked about that in other episodes I don't think that's fake they're like holding each other and sobbing and I think it does give space maybe for women to be a little more open about that struggle um I don't talk 
I mean, I've referenced it on the podcast sometimes, like I am a therapist. So I'm a person that people will talk about this stuff with more than others. And something that I do get told a lot is like this idea of I don't want to tell anybody else because it feels weird or it's isolating or I don't know how to bring it up. And I think part of why no woman knows how to bring it up is it's not talked about and it's not shown and it's not normalized. But you're right. Like if one in four women goes through this experience, like we do need to learn how to talk about it so we can support better and can, you know, come alongside people while they're going through this because it's a hard loss. It's hard on your body. It's hard emotionally. Mm It's a lot. And I think, you know, Mary mentions her age too. And so I think it was, I think this was such a glimmer of hope for her and Romaine. Mm-hmm. And so just hard to see that. She kind of mentions, I think in later episodes, like, you know, maybe IVF, like when I'm ready to move on and try whatever, yeah. whatever's out there for me, I'll try yeah. it. Um, but yeah, this was kind of a slice of life moment. And again, not what we usually get from Selling Sunset, but we're not mad about it. It's kind mm-hmm. of, it's easy to think of these people and they are characters and in a very produced show, but they human we, beings too. Yeah. <laughs> like we can talk crap about them and we can make fun of them and whatever. But I think at the end of the day, when you remember the humanity of it all, everybody has to take a step back and be like, yeah. okay, like, let's remember this is real life. And these are real people and real relationships. I think you and I talked about that too, about Romaine and Mary, like, when yeah. they were first introduced to us, we kind of rolled our eyes. We're like, okay, Romaine, whatever. Like some Yeah, French well, guy I don't think we, were, we took talk. them seriously as a couple. We're like, okay, we get why she's with him. He is hot. But also he was like young, didn't really have a stable job. Like, right. I don't know. He was just kind of like, oh, she's just, you know, getting that, that young booty. But they right. really are like, they really are a good couple and they really love each other. And they have a yeah. cute little house together. He works for the Oppenheim group. Um, we see him kind of doing construction like management and things like Mm -hmm. that Uh, moving electrical you know all of those things so Mm -hmm. i feel for them and yeah yeah, it was a a tough note to end on but Mm -hmm. i'm glad that they shared and i'm also glad that they ended on that they didn't try to like they weren't like back to another house and like gosh they had something crazy playing i'm like like, don't play certified gold For once, like the producers had a little bit like shred of humanity and they were like, okay, let's like let this breathe for a second before going into another episode, which I think is also what we're going to do. We're not going to do two episodes in one. We're just going to kind of leave it at this episode and yeah. um, and just kind of end it with that and end it with like, you know, talk to somebody, like reach out. It's hard if you've gone through that, like you yeah. are not alone. And I think that's what we have to say when it comes to Mary, like. I I think the more we talk about it, the more I process it. I am glad that she shared it. I Mm -hmm. hope that she shared it because she wanted to, not because because they were like, yeah, like, oh, this is a great thing for us. No, like, I hope it's, I hope it was her choice to be like, I think that's a good idea and I want to do that and I feel ready to do that and whatever. But yeah, Yeah. we love you, Mary and Romaine. So Um, much love. Yes. I love them. We love you all the best. We'll see them on the next episode, um, which is the Cabo trip Mm. that I'm very excited to get into in our next episode. Um, And we have other things where they're like, you know, they're cli- they climb the bell in the office, which I thought was a wild choice at one point. Yeah. It was a hectic episode, but we'll yeah. get into all of that. But anywho, love you campers. We're excited to love. be doing more episodes. So <laughs> yeah, don't forget to leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram. Send us suggestions for what we should watch next because our plate is full right now with 
two bachelor shows and selling sunset but you know bachelor's ending at the end of november so and selling sunset will be done with soon too so we need more suggestions yes we do so follow us tell us hello do all the things and thank you so much for your support we love you campers Bye. bye